What is up, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Maybe Tomorrow podcast. I'm your host, Javon Alderman. If you haven't already, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button and get ready to share because I am back with another episode, this one all about changing your environment. That being said, let's go ahead and get started. Welcome, 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 everyone. It is hump day, so happy Wednesday, happy Wednesday, happy Wednesday. In last week's Monday episode, I mentioned a recent move from Charlotte, North Carolina to Denver, Colorado, and that move in itself is the reason for today's episode, which, again, is on changing your environment. What we'll be talking about today is what your environment is comprised of alongside the importance of changing your environment and the overall impact on your mental, physical, and emotional health. First thing is first, though, the move from North Carolina to Colorado. Let's just pause for a second because I made it. And while I'm still settling in, it's been a breath of fresh air, both literally and figuratively thus far. I've been here for about three weeks and I've learned quite a lot with much more to learn for sure. But my three weeks here isn't what sparked today's episode. It was actually the three-day solo drive I took from North Carolina to Colorado, which in itself is a little weird, right? I'm still processing that somewhat myself, but I think it can be chalked up to the fact that I drove solo. It was a little over a 24-hour drive, if I remember correctly, but I broke it up into three days, stopping in three cities, Nashville, St. Louis, and Kansas City. I had the pleasure of interacting with people at each stop, which was great. So a huge shout out to Radcliffe, Shannon, and Bobby if you're listening. But the reflective time I spent in my car driving from North Carolina to Colorado was the roller coaster of emotions that sparked this podcast episode in general. And what I mean by that is that I was able to experience both sadness and feelings of doubt as well as feelings of excitement, and a new sense of independence in real time. And the real time was as I was moving from a place I called home for 10 years, if we're considering Charlotte itself, or 14 years if we're looping in Raleigh from North Carolina, right, to Colorado, a place I visited a little over a week last year. And in addition to that, the stops you know, I had taken where I chatted with people at the bar, the hotels I stayed at, or even the gas station attendants as I stopped to get gas, it helped give me a new perspective and realization on how much life there is to live and how many new experiences are actually out there. To some listening, that might sound strange. You're probably like, yeah, man, it's the real world. There's people everywhere. But to be honest, while still somewhat productive, Fluctuations of laziness have been clinging on to me for the past two years, and my habits, both positive and negative, have absolutely reflected that. So, experiencing that transition from an old place to a new place in a way helped me open my eyes and realize the potential impact that one's environment can have on one's mental health, emotional health, and physical health. There's a quote, or better yet, a passage I read about the visual signals of trees as they transition from spring to fall to winter, and it said in a nutshell that trees' leaves changing color in the fall 
serves as a visual signal that is adapting to its surroundings and preparing for what's ahead. And that is exactly what the drive from North Carolina to Colorado felt like. And it is not to say that North Carolina is or was a bad environment, yet it is more so paired with that analogy in the sense that I was shedding old leaves in preparation for new ones to grow. And in that stemmed the realization that North Carolina was no longer the stimulating environment I needed to grow. That being said, let's actually talk about one's environment and more specifically, your growth environment. If you don't know what a growth environment is, no worries, I've got you covered. Your growth environment actually takes into account four areas. Your biological environment, your physical environment, your psychosocial environment, and your familial environment. Your biological environment refers to your nutrition, metabolism, and gender. Your physical environment refers to your housing conditions, cleanliness, and weather in your respective location. Your psychosocial environment consists of your friendships, stress levels, and learning motivation. And your familial environment refers to your parents, siblings, and relatives. And as you can see, there are a lot of environmental factors at play. Now, with those mentioned, do any come to mind immediately as an area that perhaps made you smile in the form of an accomplishment? Or on the opposite, perhaps one that left you with the heavy weight on your chest? Depending on your answer, you've either found an area that you can gold star or one that needs improvement. Important to note, though, is that you do not have to have all of these going well for you to be emotionally, mentally, or physically fulfilled. But for the areas you felt a need for change on, working on that may help spark more fulfillment. I'll leave you with your thoughts on that, but I do have three situations that I'd recommend changing your environment for should you be feeling and or in any of these predicaments. Number one, you're feeling stuck or stagnant. If you're feeling stuck, a change in environment, whether biological, physical, psychosocial, or familial, is absolutely necessary. When someone's stuck, it always starts with something, right? It could be a job, a relationship, a living situation, hell, even just life in general. But it's where it stays that's the most dangerous and actually the most important. And that place is your mind. And when you're stuck in your mind, you're often withdrawn from reality or at least the positives of it, since the mind is often a negative place, as we all know. So should you be in a situation that is affecting your overall health and outlook on life, I encourage you to start taking steps to improve that. And if you're looking for someone to validate that, whether that be a career change, a breakup or divorce or a move, then I'm more than happy to be that person for you. All I ask is just do not send any court documents my way should you go through with a divorce because I absolutely will not be showing up in court. But with that being said, you can count on me to help you validate that. You have to put yourself first. Now, let's go ahead and hop into reason number two, which is if you're in an environment that is toxic 
and it is not conducive to your overall success. Let's face it, toxic environments are poison to our emotional health, our mental health, and our physical health. It is imperative that action is taken to get out of any situation that is by nature optional for you, but is also toxic. Now, what I'm saying is very specific and solutions will vary based on your existing circumstances. But if you are in predicaments where you can control the outcome of a situation, for example, you're at a toxic work environment, but can switch to a different department or you're in a toxic relationship with your partner that you share a home with, but you have friends or family members that are aware of it with open couches waiting for you to arrive, then that is an area of opportunity for you to take action. I believe it was Rosa Luxemburg that said, those who do not move do not notice their chains. So I highly encourage you to be a chain breaker. Realize what situations you're in and start taking the necessary steps to get out of them. You deserve it. And the last and final reason one should change their environment, which may throw some of you off, considering the reasonings I've given thus far, but a change in environment is necessary when you reach a new milestone or accomplishment in life. And the reason for that is to serve as a kryptonite almost to being lazy or feeling stagnant. And think about it this way. When you're reaching the next step, you've already assessed and uncovered what the goal is for you, and you reaching that accomplishment is validation of you checking off all those boxes to that goal. So what does that leave you with left? Just your thoughts and trying to determine what's next. So while rest and allowing yourself to exist in that accomplishment is necessary and well encouraged if you ask me, it's important to ensure you're thinking about you in the future. Will reaching this accomplishment be the big one for you? You know, you sit on that accomplishment day in and day out and then fall into a slump not knowing what to do next? Or will you celebrate that accomplishment to its fullness and then move on to the next? That's the question. And I'll actually leave you with that. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Maybe Tomorrow podcast. I hope you got a little bit of value and or motivation from today's episode. If so, please feel free to like, share, and subscribe for more. Should you feel inclined, please go ahead and throw in a review for some bonus points with your boy on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also catch me on Instagram at the Maybe Tomorrow Podcast or at Javon Alderman. And I will catch you all later, or as I typically say, I'll catch you on the flip.